Hi everyone and welcome to The Constant Cheerleader, the podcast that champions the people who go above and beyond to make a difference in the world and their communities over a cuppa. My name is Gemma Stevenson and joining me today is an animator, puppeteer and I think she'd call herself a Disney obsessed person. I first met her a few years back when we were both in hospital together, causing mischief of course, and her artistic flair and drive to make her dreams come true was clear even then. Now, seven years on, she started her own production company, has one of Jim Henson's puppeteers as her mentor, and has created her very own short film for social media to lift people's spirits during lockdown. Here to give us 30 minutes of her best map talk this week is Lizzie Cresswell. Hi Lizzie, long time no see. Hi Gemma, I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you, like, what you've achieved since uh, we last actually physically saw each other in the movie screening of a Star Wars movie, I think it was. No, it was it was The Hunger Games. It was The Hunger Games, yes it was. Because we went to the midnight screening, we didn't went... we, of Mockingjay? Oh, those days of being into, like, teen fiction? I, what do you mean? I still am. I watched Twilight the other day and I was like... <gasps> Uh, I see I found the other day so my dad's been like doing a clear out and I used to be obsessed with Twilight as in I used to have a proper crush on Robert Pattinson and there's this duvet cover which has Team Edward on and I literally just sit and facepalm at it I've got one on my bed right now with Jacob on it (laughs) I mean I, I so am glad that we've grown up and matured so much. Oh, we have, haven't we? I, I mean, to the point that we're now drinking coffee, I think. I'm actually still drinking tea. I do drink coffee, though. I do drink coffee, but that's like a special occasion. But the trouble is, my personality, if I drink too much coffee... I've talked a lot to a lot of people on this podcast about that, how they uh, try to avoid caffeine as much as possible. It must be something with the artistic temperament. I, I, I just can't. So if I drink it in the morning, I'm absolutely fine. But then by the afternoon, I'm just like, if I drink in the afternoon, I won't go to bed till like three o'clock in the morning. I'm just like, what? Major insomnia. It is, it is. It's like, yes. So you've mentioned it slightly, but the most important thing of this podcast is we find out what uh, you're drinking. I am drinking a cup of tea. actually got two. You've got two. I talk for. So I was just like, I like talking. So I was like, oh, I got two. I got a I've noticed on uh, the cup that you are currently drinking out of, you have Stitch. Now he's your favourite Disney character, isn't he? Stitch is my favourite Disney character at the moment. He's he's my most lovable Disney character, shall I say? My favourite Disney character is Genie and Quasimodo. Ah, so Robin Williams' Genie, or Will yes. Smith's Genie? Robin Williams. Like, come on. He's my heart and soul. I like to think that I've channeled Robin Williams and everything that I do, so. <laughs> <laughs> the remake of Mrs. Doubtfire, starring Lizzie Cresswell. I'm, I'm now expecting to see this in puppet form. Oh, no. <laughs> the pressure is on. <laughs> the pressure is on. Um, be careful what you say to me, Lizzie. I mean, when I had Miranda Dickinson on a few weeks ago, she mentioned she used to do POM, and I've got her filming yourself doing a pom routine so just be careful what you say don't ask me to do a behind the scenes puppetry you'll just have a right laugh at it i mean there's an idea listeners we want to see a behind the scenes puppetry uh from lizzie Cresswell. it's happening i need to see this video i'll try my aim in life is to be a puppeteer and to make people smile i mean you say your aim in life you're already there aren't you i'd like to think that there's a lot more though i mean i think within puppetry there is no end goal 
if that makes sense it's such a wide field like with just entertainment wise and everything like that, it's such a wide field that is that there's always something to learn and something to improve on so regardless of what project you do even if it's the best that you thought that you did you can always still improve it I remember the like I've said in the introduction being in hospital with you and you're like oh, I want to be an animator I want to I want to do puppets I want to do yeah. everything like that it has been for you seven years of hard work of researching roots in because you didn't take what some people nowadays would call a traditional route in and go through a levels and degree you've now kind of reached the point where you've um set up is it Cresshead productions Cresshead productions yes um and this is kind of the next step in your journey but i hate using the word journey because it's so cliche um, it is. But I think it, it best describes it. It sounds magical, and I'm a magical person. Yes, <laughs> it does sound like we're having a conversation about Disney. Could you describe your journey for us then, Lizzie? I will do. So, um, as Joe said, I started off kind of like we met at the, at the hospital because uh, I was having shoulder problems, um, and I've got a joint condition where I, I dislocate easily called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And basically, everything with that became like, it always came with limitations since a kid always had limitations like being on crutches or things like that but I was I never I let it never let it stop me doing anything like I was always part of, part of sports before my shoulder problems I was training to swim the English channel um and my aim before that really was to um swim for the Olympics so that was just kind of my aim in life was just to try and get on the Olympic swimming team and I was working towards that but I bent over and tied my shoelaces one day and I had a shoulder spasm. Well, you know what you learn from that, Lizzie? What? Use slip-ons. Oh, I should do. I should use slip-ons. I didn't think of that. I've got elasticated laces now, you see. It's shoelaces, everyone. It's a dangerous game. Don't go near shoelaces. I mean, you can trip over them. Hello? You can injure your shoulder on them as you've proven. Yeah. You lose, lose, uh, I can't even say it. Lose the use of your limb. You know, it's just... Who invented them, hey? Who invented them? It's awful, awful. But I've got a lovely doctor in uh, Minnesota who's trying to help me at the moment. So hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll be able to help. Um, He's already done one surgery for me. So, uh, And to be honest, I wouldn't be able to do my puppetry today if he didn't do that surgery. So I'm able to bend my elbow now instead of it being out straight. So thank you to him. So yeah, so then I went on to, I got really, really fed up and really, really depressed. It kind of, nobody wants to give me a job here in the UK because if you've got limited use of your arms, it's very difficult and it's difficult to get a job anyway. So I got so fed up of it that I always wanted to work for Disney. And my dream was to kind of make magic for people. It's this whole process has taught me that you can you can make the most of any situation that you've been in and you can either sit down and cry or you can get up and try and make the most and enjoy every minute of the day of stuff that you can do and so it's just one of those things of i decided that i got fed up of sitting on my sofa watching tv all day um a bit like isolation now to be honest i'm training for it for most of my life so um but so it kind of i got really really bored so i decided to write a letter and not just one letter, I wrote 50 letters to the top people in the Disney company to say how much I wanted to work for them and that my biggest disability was that I was English and that it's difficult to work in America. Um, so I didn't think that I'd get anything back. My, my idea of the letter was that I would send it to, to them all and then 
they would turn around and they'd all be in one meeting and they'd go, oh, I got this letter. Instead of getting a nice response, I did get a legal response back saying, please don't send all these letters. <laughs> oh, reputation, Lizzie. It was, it was. But I sent them a letter back saying, I'm really sorry, like, I didn't mean to kind of, like, bombard you. Um, it's because I contained kind of sketches. I just wanted to try and get in unnoticed by them in any way so I, I put in like drawings that I did and things like that so I, I was young then I didn't know all the legal kind of things that you were to do and what, what you weren't um so they just sent it back saying that we can't accept these they sent me back a load of them um but I sent them a letter saying please destroy any more if you, if you receive any more because I sent them all at the same time um and then I got an email on, or not an email, I got a, a personal message on Facebook, which was really weird. You know, it's one of those messages where you're just like, I don't know you, like, what is this? Um, and it was a message saying, are you Lizzie Cresswell from the UK? And I was like, oh, this is a bit scary, but shall I reply? So I said, yes. And I replied to it and they just said, oh, well, um, one, of their, well one of their top people in Disney, I'm not going to name them, um, basically said that, we want you they wanted to contact me to put me on a program and like put me through the process of going on on onto the cultural representative program where i work in disney for a year and literally within a couple of months i was out in florida i went for my final interview kind of in london and that was amazing i felt like a big kid everyone was there was dressed to the nines kind of like looking a bit like off of the apprentice <laughs> and i was so excited um and i got the job and and from 2017 to 2018, I worked for uh, Walt Disney World for a year, which was absolutely incredible. And um, But I'll leave that on to puppetry because you meet a lot of people when you're working at Disney. And uh, and a lot of famous people come in and they do things. And um, one of them, I was working on one of our uh, outdoor locations. And this guy came up and I was like, oh, I recognize you. Like, I've really recognized you, but I don't know where from. And um, he came up and he was looking at the plush and then he came up with a Winnie the Pooh plush to me. And so I, I took the card and now we're supposed to, we're, we're told we're supposed to act professional. If anybody comes up to us, we're supposed to act professional, which I usually am. I pride myself on that. But at this point I was just like, Ooh. so this guy comes up to me and he gives me this little discount card and it has his name on it. And I'm like, oh, it's Terry Fater. And Terry Fater, if, if nobody knows, is a ventriloquist that was on America's Got Talent and he won quite a few years ago. Um, I think it was 2015 or even uh, like even longer ago than that. And I watched the series in, in the UK because obviously it's puppets. And he did kind of frog voice and I was like, oh, I love this. Like, this is amazing. So, um, so I watched it. And so this guy's in front of me. And instead of doing the, hey, how are you today, kind of thing, in the Disney way, I just went, oh, I thought it was you. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, you just told him that you love him. Like, and his wife's standing right behind him, or like his girlfriend or whatever. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. I do apologize. I'm just really into puppetry, and like, it's really, it's an honor to meet you. And because not many people kind of knew who he was, he could walk around without, like, escorts and things like that. And, uh, and we just had a really lovely, he was a lovely guy. We had just a really lo lovely conversation about kind of different things. I wanted to try ventriloquism, which I am awful at. Um, I'll, keep, I'll keep practicing, but I'm awful at. But there was like questions that I asked him and, and it was just, it was lovely. Just what I found that the whole puppetry community is, is, is the same as Disney. I think that's why I love it, is that they're all like a family. They all want you to succeed in what you do. 
And that's the biggest thing that I think any company needs and everywhere needs is to not to have the, well, I don't want to train you because you might take my job one day, but have the real kind of pay it forward kind of way. It should be the, hey, look, come and I'll come, come and come here and I'll show you this because that's like, I want to show you the ropes. I want you to succeed in what you want to do in your life. And, and it's that whole mentality and it's like a whole family. Um, so anyway, after this Disney, after Disney event, I got to, um, I got to, I auditioned one day for um, the Carols by Candlelight. I remember seeing the pictures of this. I was so proud of doing this. It was unbelievable. And um, I just went along with my with my roommates because just thought it'd be fun just to audition for Disney. Um, didn't think I'd get anything because I didn't think I was that good. I'm not really a singer either. Like I sing in the shower. I'm like, I'm not bad, but I'm not great. Um, so they give you like all these things and I had to pick the section that I wanted to sing. So I sang tenor and it's, it's the man's section. So I was going to say that. Is that not the man's voice box? It, it is the man's section, but I thought, hey, I can reach every note on that and I'm happy. <laughs> so I went in in this brightly coloured shirt. Um, and it just so happened that the piano player was actually from the UK, so we sat talking for ages about just the UK in general. Um, and then I sang my bit, and the guy turned around to me afterwards and went, wow, you really can sing low, can't, can't you? And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not. Like, do I get the part or don't I get the part? But we found out about a week later that we got uh, that I got it. Um, so we got to do like all the training and stuff. And Carols by Candlelight is so we have cast choir that for people who work in within Disney, and then we have um, guest choirs, which are like schools and singing clubs and things that come from all around the U uh, the US, which is absolutely incredible, really. Um, and so we get to kind of like go in like a green tree behind the celebrity guest narrator. The year that I did it, they had Whoopi Goldberg, Neil Patrick Harris, um, Jody Benson um and kurt russell and they had quite a few others but those are the ones that i kind of sang in it was phenomenal like literally you 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 go in and you didn't i didn't really get to meet any of them um but i got this feeling one day is that i don't know i have a very big intuition and whoopi gobber was really really good friends with robin williams and it was my dream to meet robin williams just to ask him if his parents told him to be quiet as much as mine did <laughs> as they may have done <laughs> well, my, my parents just constantly tell me to be quiet because you almost see voices and whatnot and they're just like, please, can we just have a break? Like, most people hear voices in their head, we hear it out loud. <laughs> um, so, um, so I just thought, right, she used to be friends with Robin Williams. I just had this really big thing of, um, I crochet as well. And so I made this little genie character and I just had this big thing that like she needed to have it. So I put it in a bag and um, I wrote her a letter and like decorated some badges. And, um, so, and I gave it to the choir master saying that I don't expect to see her myself, but I just wanted her to have this if it was possible. And so they had to check it all over. Didn't, didn't mind that, to be honest. I didn't want to hurt her, so it was fine. <laughs> so yeah, so Whoopi Goldberg owns one of my little genie things, which I thought was really sweet. And I was like, oh, oh. And, um, and then I, I sang with Kurt Russell on one of them. Now love the guy he is absolutely lovely and he wished us all a merry christmas as we were leaving 
but you can see it on YouTube too on the 27 Carols by Candle, uh, so 2017 Carols by Candlelight. And Kurt Russell looks into my soul. Now, my candle is the candle on top of his head throughout the whole video. Brilliant. Like, yeah, it's on top of his head, like you can see it. And then as it turns up, you can see my face. And he looks at me at one point during the video and he like stares into my soul. And like you can see me, I stop singing because I'm like, <laughs> he's looking at me, he's looking at me. Like, <laughs> it's kind of that thing, isn't it? Um, with YouTube now, you can't like um, get away from these things. As you know, I have dystonia, and last year I was competing at Worlds with Team England Hip Hop. And actually, I watched it back, our performance back, and I saw that I'd had a, one of my dystonic spasms in the middle of the routine, and it had just so happened when the rest of the group were absolutely still. Oh, no. Um, but nobody else had noticed it because I spasmed in exact time to the music. <laughs> Brilliant. So people actually thought it was a move in the routine. <laughs> and then I showed some of my team afterwards and they thought it was as well <laughs> until I showed them. So now they all know. And I was like, oh, I should have been quiet, shouldn't I? Because you should have been. You should have been. Don't point any of these things out. As much as it's funny to you, <laughs> don't point them out. It's... <laughs> I mean, I think that was a musical theatre training, wasn't it? My body going, I will not get out of time with music. Stay in, stay in time, stay in time. That's it, that's it. No, oh, okay. And it's literally your body lets you down at some points, doesn't it? You're just like, oh, oh, there it goes. You talked about actually earlier in what you were saying about paying it forward. You're kind of doing something to pay it forward now, aren't you? I, I mean, am. With this video that you've put on social media, it's had a massive number of views. It's actually brilliant. Um, even if you don't work for the Walt Disney Company, if you're a Disney fan, you will literally love it if you've ever been to walt disney world i would highly recommend it to any of my cheer friends who were meant to be going to worlds um to watch it because it kind of does conjure up the magic of disney uh, in puppet form i mean yep. where did the idea come from how did you do it in such a short space of time and um are we going to have any more during lockdown well so I, I came, well, somebody gave me, not necessarily the idea for the story, but they gave me kind of the, the prompt to do something for people that make people smile. Um, and it actually really hit home because a lot of my friends who are out on programs and things like that, and a lot of people that I know who work for the company have actually been furloughed or just had lots of things kind of like happen. That it's, it's not a nice time for everyone. So I wanted to do the video just not necessarily just for them, but for anybody who's missing Disney or anything like that. So it did have a Disney theme to it because it kind of, it was for them. Um, but anybody who really enjoyed kind of like Disney or trying to recreate it. And, and the idea for the story actually really came from the people recreating the rides on the internet. Like it, I, I have spent most of my days like watching like people recreate Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's such simple ideas, but it just makes you laugh and chuckle because you're just like, this is brilliant. So like the whole idea of the video is that they create Disney World at home. Um, and, and I'm not going to spoil too much of it because I want people to go and watch it and see. But I just, I hope that I kind of encompassed just the niceness and, and the happiness that it just brings to people and the, and the wholesomeness that, that, that Disney fills people with. 
the end of the day and um and it's not necessarily about disney it's just about it's about everything it's about making people smile and and that's that's all i want to do really is just make people smile with my videos and and make them feel something so uh, primarily so that's really good and talking about making people smile busy um we want you to give our listeners something to make you make them smile so um we've now reached the point where you've told us about what you're doing and everything like that um but we're going to ask you to talk about cultural exchanges now in cheerleading when we go off to comps we have something called a cultural exchange where we give people from other countries a a little gift from our country but this is your chance to give our listeners and the wider world a bit of a cultural exchange and a bit of a suggestion to them to keep them going during this next week in isolation. Oh, so I spend a lot of time kind of on my own. I talk to puppets now. This is my craziness. This is this is what isolation's done. Um, but I think my biggest thing is to try and come up with if you're a creative person or even if you're not a creative person, try and come up with something that will make people smile or even will make your family and friends smile. Like come up with a show, come up with something. Anything can be turned. My my biggest thing is puppetry. Anything can be turned into a puppet. You like even your finger. Like you draw a little face on your finger, you can make a little story out of it. It's just anything, if whether or not you're young or old, people seem to absolutely love stories. And that's the biggest thing. And that's where you can really hit home with people of things that they're missing. Like do stories for like your grandparents or your parents or or your kids or anything like that. get the whole family involved in trying to make something and it's amazing this is my very very first film this film that's on facebook at the moment and it really surprised me at how much effort goes into doing it but how much fun it was like it was so much fun like i had to create all the sets um just the little things like i would take a take and, and one of and one of them I push a box down the stairs but it just made me cackle with laughter at the fact of i don't know how this is going to work but this is brilliant like i love it and it's just little things that you're just like you just make yourself laugh have fun with whatever you do um but the biggest thing to pass on is the fact of in this time lots of people are, are finding it very difficult just like isolation being on your own but this is time that's given to you um even if you are working but spend the time with your family like use this time to really appreciate what you have and and just enjoy every moment that's the biggest that's the biggest thing just enjoy everything that you do whether it be making a cup of tea it's <laughs> amazing but it's just it's just the little things you do and i just want to go back to something you mentioned in your cultural exchange you say anything can be a puppet i mean if there's anybody used to adapting in puppetry it's you isn't it the way you get your puppets to operate is is something quite yes. unique yeah, so I I have to um, I wear a sling because of my arm. Um, so I wear I wear a sling when when I'm puppeteering, um, and if I can't get into certain positions, I uh, <laughs> I might have to release a video of all these different things of how I do these things. Um, but I I literally I have to have my one of my my right arm under my leg to actually puppeteer the hands. Um, and then do like use the puppet on my left hand. So I've had to teach myself. I'm right hand dominant. I've had to teach myself how to puppeteer with my left hand, and to, and it's a lot harder than it sounds. It's like writing with the with your opposite hand. It's very difficult. Um, it takes some practice and time. Um, 
but yeah i do i do have some very weird and strange positions that i have to be in and puppeteering does you have to get into weird positions anyway but i have the added bonus on top of like not being able to lift one arm properly so like literally you have to have me in one shot i bought a very flattering green suit which is like the like the really skin tight green suits just so that if i'm in the shot like at least i can edit myself out but you can still kind of see some of myself in it and and i do i have to laugh at that because i'm just like well that's me at the end of the day like that's me i made a cameo in it it's fine so i feel like this green suit you bought has to become a thing so like if you're going out for your daily allowable exercise i feel like one day just to entertain people you should just go out in this green suit oh i don't i don't want to inflict that kind of like horror on the world like it's awful. Like, I will give people nightmares for the rest of their life. <laughs> nobody needs, nobody deserves to see me in that green suit. Like, no. Uh, I might do. I might do just to kind of add to the horror of this being indoors all the time, isn't it? Oh, no, don't look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> There's a weird green woman coming at me. Kids, coming right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that was brilliant. We, I... I would encourage everybody to go and try puppetry at home uh, this week or some animation. Now it's time for some of your best mat talk, Lizzie. Oh, no. For those who have never been involved in cheerleading or haven't watched Cheer on Netflix and listened in awe at Jerry Harris's pure brilliance, it's kind of a little motivational cry to your teammates on the mat. So, Lizzie, have you got some mat talk ready for us? Oof. So... I think the biggest thing is, is you've got to do what you love. And even if you think that you have those limitations, that you can't do it. uh, If you'd said to me at least even four years ago that I would have worked for Disney, um, go to an event that had major puppeteers in it, that from Sesame Street, from everything like that, um, to actually going on to getting to know lots of puppeteers within the community who are absolutely fabulous. I would have, I would have basically, if you told me that, today or four years ago I would have been like yeah okay like that's not gonna happen um but it can and that's the biggest thing is that no matter what you want to do if your heart's in it and you want to try it doesn't mean that the work doesn't have to be put in you have to put in a lot of work but just go for it like the world is your oyster don't just settle for what you what you feel is you have to do like if you want to go out and do whatever job in whatever field mine was entertainment because I love entertaining people I have lots of people that say well you can't do that because of my disability or just because they don't understand entertainment business um go out and and try and you never know where it's going to get and the closer that you get to it so like having friends with lots of puppeteers that help kind of like mentor me um support me it's really kind of sunk in at the fact that this could actually be a reality and I never would have kind of believed that years ago um but you've got to make it happen what a thought to leave us on Lizzie yeah follow your dreams um and making things count it's it's really important nowadays enjoy everything that you do even if it's the worst job in the world you can always find something to make it funny or fun, or if you're not a fun person, to entertain yourself, because you'll you'll surprise yourself if, if it entertains yourself, it entertains other people. 
and that's that's all it needs everybody needs a bit of laughter everybody loves laughing in their life so go and spread a bit of happiness all that's left for me to do now lizzie is say thank you very much for joining me today Um, thank you for having me i was so excited (laughs) and also thank you to everyone once again for listening to my ramblings um it It takes my ramblings really (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i do make you as a guest do most of the work i'm not gonna lie in our intro before we went on air guys i did say right you're doing most of the talking and i'm just gonna interject and your your face lizzie was just um priceless well, i know i can talk but something like when you're put on the spot you're like what do i talk about <laughs> well you have found some great things to talk to us about and i'm sure lots of people will love listening to what you've had to say today i'll just leave you with one final message and that is to stay safe stay home and stay well And we will meet again at the same time next week to champion another of life's cheerleaders. Thank you.